We appreciate you guys joining us again on yet another Tuesday night kickoff show. Really, this is the kickoff show for every Tuesday night. This is the Nat Shift. He is Kevin Ricca. Man, pumped up to be here on Tuesday and uh, realizing that nothing is easy. Not around here, my friend. Nothing is easy. And I, like it, and I like it just fine that way. I'm not going to lie to you. Not twice. Not even three times a lady. They, they are the Commodores leading us off with their Grammy Award-winning uh, podcast theme song, The Nat Shift. And nothing, nothing ever has spoken to me more than their lyrics spoke to me last night. And then she continues speaking to us this season. It's going to be a long night. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Uh, all right, so... So far, the Nationals are making us look like liars. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's early, but still. I don't like anyone making me look like a liar. I, I can do that myself. I don't need the freaking Nationals to jump in on that action. Uh, that said... Uh, the week that was wasn't the worst week we've seen. Now three and four this week. You know, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> and uh, yes, of course, we predicted twenty-one and zero at this point with uh, you know our second a, best week. A zero point zero. Yes, our second best. It's week. Our second best week of the season. Our second y'all. best week of the season. That's a fact. Uh, two of those losses attributed to the bullpen. And uh, yeah, that's that was unfortunate. Yeah, it was. It was a tough week for the bullpen. But like I said. Gonna be a, it's going to be all right. Uh, you know, Brandon Kinsler was all right this week. He bounced back from a tough week last week. And, and uh, man, he was lights out in four appearances this week, four separate innings, gave up one hit, no one runs, had six Ks and a ball and a, and a base on ball. That was his week? That was his week. He, was, he, was, he led the bullpen. He was the man this week. He had the best week of anyone in the bullpen after having the worst week of anyone in the bullpen last, last week. So that was, that was great to see. You know, I'd like to see that guy getting loose. As long as he throws strikes and keeps the ball down, he's going to be just fine. So we capped off a since, – since we last spoke, we capped off a brave series with a loss in the 12th. Uh, we lost three out of four to Colorado. Um, and we'll – At home. At home, mind you, for all those. That yeah. was – yeah, that was the hardest part. I mean, we, we won the Atlanta series. You know, so just looking at the season – uh, we've won two series. We've lost two series. Two I series. Believe, yeah. I think we're two and two on the series. So we talk about winning a hundred games. We talk about being a, a World Series contender. Got to win series. Right now we're five hundred in that department, and you got to be you got to be seven fifty at least in that department, in my opinion. So a little bit of work to do. Off off to uh, on the right step uh, in the series uh, against the Mets. Um, we'll get to that, but. The week that was saw Brandon Kinsler uh, provide strength in the totally bullpen. Totally redeem himself. Totally redeem himself. Um, a couple other guys had pretty strong weeks. Kevin, I mean, are we sticking to the bullpen here? Let's, we, let's, uh, let's, let's let's absolutely let's do some more pitching in the bullpen because you yeah. know I want to talk offense, but yeah, yeah. Sammy Solis keeps it rolling here, man. Four appearances, three innings. He gave up four hits and one earned run, but man, he's been solid as hell. He's coming out there, that big old lefty throwing ninety five. That's something we need to cultivate. That's something we need desperately. His role is humongous in this bullpen, and he was, uh, he was pretty studly as well this week. You know, the, the more I go down, the more the hits keep popping up. But, you know, as long as we keep the earned runs. I, our boy Trevor Gottken, uh, you know, they sent him back down. Yep. But I tell you this, I kind of like the way they did it. They let him come out. 
get two appearances under his belt. He threw two, 2.2 solid innings, gave up no hits, no runs with two Ks. Then they sent him back. Yep. So they got a little good taste in his mouth to go back down and get some work done. You know, it wasn't like his disastrous week last week. They just decided to up him and shoot him out of there. So he got to redeem himself a little bit before he went back down to retool. Uh, you know, Madsen gave up a ton of hits. You know, he's still solid as hell. He took the, he took the loss against, uh, I guess it was uh, Colorado. Um, but, he, you know. He leads the team in holds. He does. He's got, what's he got, two holds along with Kinsler. He's also has uh, two. second on the team in ERA, uh, first in bull, out of the bullpen. And, and he's a stud. You know, he's given up some hits, but a lot of them haven't bothered us. He gave up two earned runs in one night. One little bad outing out of his four appearances, but, you know, you can't just expect him to be perfect week in, week out. He's a, he's a big, mean, nasty monster with tons of experience that we can use in the closing role if we have to, like we did, Leads to give the- Dudu a little, a little rest. Team in games, uh, him and Matt Grace have the most appearances of any pitcher on the team. Obviously, uh, more than starters, but out of the bullpen, they both Grace and Matson have nine, nine um, each. Yeah, um, that that's to me. I, you know, I'm looking for I'm looking for the the guy. He's the horse. He's a, he's a big body. Um, if we can rely on him to be strong. Hey, last night that ball moving out of his hand, he was throwing <laughs> 95, 96, and it looked unhittable, and it was popping that mitt. You could hear it in the in the audio. Hey, he he's still got the stuff. I think for us. he's got the only the only reliever. No, that's not true. I was gonna say he was the only he would, was the only reliever um, who had a sub 1.0 whip, um, but that's not the case. He's uh, there's there's a bu- there's a bunch of other guys who who've got it. Um, the AJ Cole experiment the in the wings? bullpen was not. Yeah, yes, that's that's wings? that's the broken wing right there. It's we, AJ. AJ's got the broken wing. And we knew that kind of. If anyone was gonna have broken the broken wings, I'm okay for it to be AJ because we weren't counting on AJ Cole. I mean, I, I, we we need somebody to be good in that spot. Don't get me wrong. Well, our fears turned into tears in the past uh, week or two, and you know I know that Rizzo has stood by him and said he's gonna be on this on this team. Tears he, for that, fears, Mister Mister. He's, he's 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 out of options. Well, just like I do the Commodores and the Miracles, <laughs> I tend to put tears for fears of Mister Mister in the same. In the same exact mixtape in my drawer at home, yes. Mixtapes are the, are the language of love. Yeah, for, well, uh, hey, listen here, mister. My deal is this. I don't care if A.J. Cole is out of options. I'm, I'm, I don't really see what everyone else sees in him. I'm not ready to throw him out, but, you know, a couple more of these outings, and he's going to just show he's not ready to do this. He has not been a guy that's shown he's going to have success here, surrounded by talent or not. I mean, you, you're... It, you're banking on things like, uh, let's see, is Ryan Zimmerman going to take him a yard? No, nope, he stayed in the park. You're banking on, if you're a World, World Series contender, you're banking on things like your division being weak enough for you to roll, which so far it has not been. And you're, you're banking on uh, your good to great players having good to great seasons, um, you know, and that could still happen, and guys, guys can get hot. But at this point in time, A.J. Cole, I'm not managing his roster spot based on his – contract situation by any stretch. If I, yeah, if I don't if, want to hear about it anymore. If there's a single person in this organization that Rizzo thinks can do better tonight or tomorrow, I would make the move and I would wish AJ the best. Well, hence the start with Hellickson that showed the lack of yeah. obvious you know, confidence in the man. But when he did make that comment three weeks back, Rizzo said that whether it's in the starting roles, the number five, or in the bullpen, he will be on this team. Well, how long does that last? Because... Homeboy gave up three home runs last week and in two appearances. And his relief appearance, I mean, he just, he just doesn't look like he has any confidence going out there. 
He looks like a, you know, a bit of a broken guy. Not broken so much as uh, just lacks yeah. any pizzazz. He doesn't have any bounce. He doesn't have any juice. He doesn't have that energy flowing. This might not be part of, of our, you know, recipe nah. in 2018. <clears throat> and, that, and again, nothing against A.J. Cole. There's a lot of teams uh, in this league that would let a guy like A.J. Cole work it out, you know, for months and months and months. And, um, you know, and... And either AJ would pop and become awesome or serviceable in a way yeah. that he's not here, or, um, you know, people need to recognize that the league is full of eleven and fourteen starters. You know the you know guys with seventy games under their belt with a five point yeah. six ERA. I, mean, that's, I, I imagine that's where he's headed. To yeah. tell you the truth, yeah. if I had to make that's, that, that's great. Make he's that gonna call. make four million dollars yeah. a year. No doing doubt, that. no doubt. And uh, it just hopefully isn't gonna be in the stars and bars if that is the case, because mm-hmm. we got the talent around him to make him fourteen and eleven just by being healthy and throwing strikes. Yep. And I'm not sure about the pop on his fastball. I'm not sure about the location. I'm not sure about his stuff. I'm not sure what everyone's seeing because I just haven't seen it yet. But then again, I was not down in Florida for spring training. I haven't been in the minors riding buses, and I've only had you know this small sample size to check on them with for the last year or so. But you know, it just doesn't doesn't add up to me. But and I I I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about this until I spent some time on the plane, uh, just thinking about stupid stuff and why what the possible situation with AJ Cole. When you think of intra squad, I mean you know. We've seen great Redskins teams. We've certainly, well, great Bullets teams that uh, when we were babies, uh, great Washington Capitals rosters. What basically what I'm trying to say is teams that you think make each other better in practice. They're, with their roster is just so good, and um, and the Nats are that kind of roster. Except those guys didn't play. Daniel Murphy didn't play in the spring. Brian Zimmerman didn't play in the spring. Bryce Harper played, but he wasn't overexposed in the spring. Trey Turner, Kid Gloves, Adam Eaton, uh, next, next to nothing. It's like, wait wait a second. Like, A.J. Cole, m- most guys who go have a hot spring for a team like the Nationals, the league's like, wait a second. He was doing that every day against Daniel Murphy and Ryan Zimmerman and Bryce Harper and Trey Turner yeah. and Adam Eaton. And, yeah, yeah, not so much. Um, and, and which isn't, again, not a knock on A.J. Cole. I think he'll be just fine, but... Um, I don't think it's. His, I don't think this is this is for him, um, but as if and when we say you know Sayonara, I also want to be the guy who says welcome back to Matt Weeders. Bang bang! He came back with a little yes, bang bang for yes, you. Yes, he did. And you know what? Happy as hell for him. Yes. Because that makes us so much better when Without we can a get a couple pops out of that slot. And you know what? He looks good swinging the bat. It's nice, smooth, controlled, and easy. And we're gonna get that out of him. You know, unfortunately, it'll be at about a 2.30, 2.40 clip, I think, when all is said and done. But I'll tell you what. RBIs, They're not pulling Severino. RBIs are at a premium. When you're playing baseball in 30-degree temperatures, those are huge, huge, huge home runs. I mean, he fought that thing through the scoreboard wind and barely got it out in his second home run of the week. Man, you know what? I think we got out hit this week. The opposition had 11 homers to our seven, and we were not putting RBIs on the board, and we got two guys hitting over 300 this week. I, we needed uh, which, weeders. Go ahead. Take a stab at it. Bryce? I mean, we can't get into Bryce yet because I think it's underspoken what's been happening. I would say Howie if it wasn't. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, but Howie, Howie this week was right there, and I apologize because I left out Mr. Mr. All, Mr. Utility. Matt? Our guy, Mr. Defoe. Oh, Wilmer. Seven sure. for 22 this week, Ken. You know, he's, uh, he's not afraid to get on base. And, uh, 
You know, he's got a couple RBIs mixed in there, three RBIs, three runs in the week, you know. This guy's been fantastic for us. He's playing a mean third base. He slides say, over to second. He's, his, versus his ability to play the, the positions, to me, is what does it for Switch me. hitter who runs the bases like a demon. He can, you know, he can steal bases. How many stolen bases does he have? I think, I think if we had a machine, we could probably check that. Uh, he's only sitting on two. Well, he's sitting on two, but, uh, you know, in, in, that, in that light, Trey Turner is leading all of Major League Baseball in stolen bases. Seven doesn't seem like a and, lot. And he hasn't even gotten started yet. No. He hasn't even warmed up. His on-base percentage is nowhere near where it's going to be. You know, I think he was a six for 27 this week. Too many strikeouts, but he's walked five times out of his six strikeouts. He's, he's, he's only, he only has he's, – he only – He's basically doubled up Max Scherzer's total. He's only leading Max Scherzer by one stolen yeah. base. Yeah. Uh, so is uh, Brian Goodwin and uh, not Pedro Severino, but Bryce Harper. Um, what? What? So I'm 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 kind of excited because yes, Weeders is back, um, but Severino did just enough uh, while he was de- while Weeders was down. Where Severino is, you know, he's still playing. Yeah, he's coming in in the games. Weeder starts, and he's starting tonight against the Mets. Even if it goes down to a sixty forty split or a seventy thirty or whatever it may be, Severino is proving that he's here to play. I mean, he hit that laser beam single last night, keeping the rally going, you know. And he hit that ball in the nose. He's had some real mature at bats, Ken. He's he's, yeah. he's grown up in the box right in front of our face. I mean, we've again we've we've talked about him as a top flight number two, yeah. and top flight number two is play. 50 or 60 games a year, yeah. you know, games. So um, kind of feels like we have two top flight number twos yeah. right now. But yeah, and, and, and Severino just is the feel-good guy because, you know. Watching, him throw, watching him throw out the lead runner, uh, I think it was Cabrera, our, our ex-utility man, at third last night, and the fire and passion he showed, that, that he gunned him down. Uh, Defoe's got to do a better job getting that tag down because that throw was on the money. What's Cabrera doing with less than – Two outs, trying to get the third anyways in the two-run game. Pure stupidity. But that throw was on the money, and when you saw yep. him react, you can see the confidence building in this guy. He's, not, he's a man of few words, and he was super fired up, and I think gave the eyeball to Cabrera walking off the field as if to say, don't, don't try and clown me, bro. That, that's, this I, isn't I, happening. I saw that look. Uh, I, I agree with your assessment. Mm. Um, who had bad weeks? Who was who was the worst of the, who was the worst of? Uh, Unfortunately, of it's 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 a third bad week in a row, and it's killing us, and it's killing him. And I don't RZ? think he's I don't think he's a cold weather type player. No. Uh, you know, growing up in the Virginia Beach area back in the day, didn't have Aprils like this. I don't think Ken. he was hot last April. Yeah, and the weather was too. And uh, I think the old the old guys trying to work out some kinks down in spring training. Not a lot of our, our at bats. Not a lot of big time play, but. He is. Uh, he went two for nineteen again. You know, it's just it's 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 almost disastrous. You know, he he snuck a triple in there <laughs> on, a, on a ball against the Mets that landed in front of Lagares and bounced to the, to the wall. But you know, two RBIs. Um, Do you feel one like he's run. making better? Com- com- uh, he's right there. Know. Some of his outs have been going to right, right, center. When he starts heating up, you see him when he gets the bat work and he, he he tends to go yard and go to the gap. Yeah, he had great. He's had some. He's had tonight. some bad luck. Yeah, he's getting there, man. I, you know, FP keeps saying when you're listening, he's right there, he's right there. Well, you know, it's FP's such a positive guy, it's hard to really say he's right there. But you can see the way the ball, the ball's coming off the bat. But he's not getting much luck and, and, and hitting, man, I mean, I think his batting average is 111. And after the year he had last year, this is not the start we wanted. But Mm-mm. you know what? He's a, he's a professional hitter. He knows what to do. He'll, he'll get that average up in due time. Yeah, I mean, he's, 
unless he gets hurt, he's going to get all the at-bats, you know, he has coming. And people need to get used to he's going to be getting them for years to come. As long as he's not hurt, he's going to be playing. Um, I think he'll, what do they call that, regress to the mean or whatever you want to say. I mean, he's mm-hmm. going to. He's going to have a hot, hot, much hotter month uh, to balance out this month. And, um, and you want a guy like that in the playoffs. And if, and if he's not playing that way in the playoffs, I, I think Davey Martinez will make the right call and put the guy in who can. And I'm going to throw this at you. I love Michael A. Taylor. There's flashes that he shows that he's taken over baseball games and, and on his own, uh, singling, stealing second, getting down to third on a pass ball and, and getting home and scoring. And it's almost like he created that run by himself. Then you see he's going five for 28 with way too many strikeouts. And you just want him to get through April. He's notorious for being a slow starter. We know that around here. But, you know, the, the time's up now, man. Uh, the weather's not an excuse here. But I do know it's tough to grip an, a, a fastball in this weather. I know it's tough to hit 95 in this weather. It's gray. It's gross. It's nasty. I don't understand why baseball does this. And they moved the season up this year. It's a pain in the ass. But Michael A. Taylor can't be help, happy that they moved up the season about four or five days to extend his early uh, season woes, but he's been so dynamic in the outfield, and he's yeah. and, and he's he just uh, in this game against the Mets, uh, guy on second, guy on third, pop fly, he, you know he throws it from middle center field, uh, one bounce, Severino can't mm. handle the throw, ball was there, um, he shows what he can do defensively, um, in a in a just a, a major way, um, and yet I, I, I was trying to see, uh, let's see. Uh, we got player batting. He's 21 strikeouts. Clearly, he's leading um, the Nationals in strikeouts. I think uh, he's number five overall in the majors. Uh, Ioannis Cespedes and Trevor Story tied for first. Um, I like Trevor Story, power hitting shortstop out in Colorado. Paul did did Jong, Paul DeHong, whatever, however you say his name, out in St. Louis. Um, and Jong. then Ian Happ and then Michael, Michael A. Taylor. Uh, of the five... Uh, you know, top strikeout artists in in the National League. He has uh, the worst batting average um, and the worst on base percentage and the worst <laughs> yeah, slugging percentage. Yeah, yeah. So when you're hitting 183, you're not getting many yeah. breaks. And but he what a, what a fantastic at bat he had last night to keep the streak going. He laid off pitches that he hasn't been laying off all season. A huge walk for the Nats in that in that big eighth inning for ours. And you know, I think he's going to get there. Uh, but but when we're talking about who's had a tough week, there's no doubt. I'm trying to think if we got now. Nah, I'll tell you what, Ian Desmond, number seven uh, in the <laughs> in the National League, uh, batting 180. He had some highlights too. Uh, he won the name, game. Name name jumps out at me from from this list, but I got to get off this list. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, right. Let's let's let's. Can I can I can we segue into something way more feel good? Yep. I mean, our guy is absolutely Beasting freaking out. dominating, and I think it's kind of going under the radar a tad bit, possibly because baseball just started, possibly because we're 8-9. and nine. But good God almighty, what a week, what a season. Right now, Bryce Harper is leading the major leagues in home runs, RBIs, runs, walks, and OPS. That's both leagues. That's across the board. He led the team this week, obviously, in hits, average, RBIs, home runs, runs, I mean, extra base hits. He's doing everything for us he possibly can, and I don't feel like he's exploded yet. No. I really don't. I mean, he's hitting 315 with eight dogs and 17 RBIs, and I don't feel like he's absolutely just dominating. He's doing things that, that, that people talk about, you know, and they'll talk about in the future. 
The broken bat home run, 406 feet last night. That you, was amazing. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, he was holding the hand portion of the bat in his hand, and that ball went 406 feet in a dead-air night in a, in a, in a 38-degree temperature. I mean, get out of here. You know, and everyone gave him a hard time about flexing a little muscle. He did that too, Zim. That was oh, between, yeah, yeah. That was between that was boys. That was not, people yeah. Getting, people are taking a lot of... Well, you know, Bryce Harper picks his nose in right field, and all of a sudden he's a booger eater, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, he was just, it was just an itch. It was just an itch. There was no penetration. No, but when you come flying out of the locker room with two hair dryers and your brother comes and catches you, I don't know if you saw that clip, but it was phenomenal. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, you know, it's he, just, got, he just had a big beard and hair deal. Yeah, yeah, it was a total setup. It was just cool. <laughs> it was cool how they used big brother and, and little brother and a double hair blowing. Yeah, that would happen at our house. And then there'd be hair dryers smashed to the face, but... You know, we don't have $500 million to buy a new one, so uh, mom would have to tape those bad boys up. You got to put a little water in there, shake it Well, they would have been hers, so yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine. You know how many hair dryers you need to blow dry this dumb, brother? It's oh, yeah. Industrial is what they call it. I like the 11 strikeouts to 21 walks. It's, uh, I oh, think huge. It's, the biggest, it's certainly the biggest positive disparity between the, those two numbers in, I think, in the majors. I can't, I don't know what the American League is or who would be, who would be better than that. I mean, uh, only person, I mean Anthony Rendon. I'm used to I'm used to seeing it lopsided, but it's still yeah. close to even. It's just on the right side of even yeah. for a, a guy like Rendon. So, and he's a top five MVP candidate, you know, annually. And may I say this? I think the most important thing I, I I read about Bryce Harper this whole week or enjoyed was his quote last night about the W, when he said, "We have a manager in there who believes in us." It's about the third quote he's dropped on David Martinez, yeah. and and. And whether it's, you know, for show, but he's not a for show type guy talking about people. They seem to have a fantastic relationship. And moving forward, that could be a huge factor in the state of this franchise. But uh, he, he, he couldn't be more of a supporter and loves how he's doing it. And, you know, when you're, when you're eight and nine and pull a game off like that, to have your superstar talking about your manager on the same page, when he's really never come out and spoken this way about all the guys, until he had to. You know, he offered this information up. Yes. That's the guy you want to go to war with. And then if you got the best player in the game, the best talent in the game of baseball, that's a very important, important relationship. Yeah. Um, I like to do Know Your 40, our, the uh, weekly segment, which we need to start doing on a weekly basis, um, where we talk about the 40-man roster, transactions this week. Uh, let's see. T- I always like the, a name like Tuffy Gosowicz. A catcher signed him to a minor league deal. I have no idea who he is. Uh, Eddie Romero gone. Uh, he's been uh, picked up off of waivers. Off uh, to Pittsburgh with, yep. uh, with Felipe. Yep. We uh, we let we let them have two hundred mile an hour lefty fireball non strike yeah. throwers. Good yeah. luck Pittsburgh. Uh, and they're actually having a halfway decent opening. Yeah, they're good, season. and 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 they're both going to be good players. Uh, and he had no more options for us, and just like uh, AJ Cole, his his doom was sealed. I always like the wording of certain transactions in baseball. So the Hel- Helixons, it wasn't like he, he was recalled or anything like that. We, we, the Nationals selected the contract. Okay. I thought it was going to say absorbed. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially what it was. But the uh, Auburn Double Days, uh, the Washington Nationals selected the contract from them. Uh, Goodwin goes down. And, and a guy who comes up um, today, actually, uh, Andrew Stevenson, the center fielder. There we go. Syracuse. I, I'm a big fan of Andrew Stevenson. Um, I like the way he plays the game. Anyone who listened to Nat Scraps last year, uh, which is probably just me. Did you future him to death? F- futured him to death. Not, not, <laughs> not, not like Coda, not like Trey, not like Adam Eaton. Didn't hype him in that regard. We, we t- when we would interview the um, 
the PR media guys uh, and the front office guys for the minor league teams, mm-hmm. we always ask them, hey, uh, you know, who, you know, who's the guy? Who's the guy we want, you know, to hear his name? He's been recalled to the, to the pros. And every single one of them talked about Andrew Stevenson. Awesome guy, um, you know, positive attitude, good, good in the locker room, great teammate, um, has all the tools, can, you know, can do, it, do everything you ask him to do. Um, put the bat on the ball, and he's super young and controllable for a long time. Yeah, a lot of promise on him. Stirs the Gatorades, has mass on Sunday. Yeah, he's he's the best. You know, he, there's not a lot of room. I mean, this is it's an interesting scenario. I mean, obviously, if we're counting on Andrew Stevenson, a lot of things have gone wrong. Adam Neaton on the 10 day DL right now with that um, left ankle bone bruise. Hopefully, uh, he, you know. Hopefully we can rest him as, as long as he needs to be rested. And, and Andrew Stevenson could be a player that gives us that luxury. Yeah, and I'm glad we have that ability with our organizational depth because Eaton, Rendon, and Murphy are three pretty big names. And I mm-hmm. think uh, a lot of teams missing quality players at that level, all three at once. And would, 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 would Yeah, well, we're, essentially. We're right now. Essentially, but yeah, he's on a milk carton. That's yeah. a little different. He's not on the 10-day. On the but yeah, there's three guys. And, and if you throw in that fourth... Yeah, there's not going to be a lot of wins. And, uh, you know, we're fighting right now, and we're, we're, we're scrappy. And I know that that showed last night. That gave me that old feeling again because I'm watching till the end. And I know the, the patience is tough, especially when you just want your team to win and there ain't nothing else going on on a Monday. Wow, what a W that was. That, 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 got, that got us feeling good about things, I think. In that, in that locker room, it had to have Davey feeling good about things. That was his first legit big-time W. Yeah. A skip, yeah. And And – the Nationals have turned on road wins at, at various points in the season over the last few years. Turn, you know, turned on in terms of, you know, going on, you know, a tear. And for a good team, like, and again, I always like to say this because we, we cover all the sports, but the, the extended seasons, we've seen it with the Wizards, but we've seen it with the Cavs and we've seen it with the Nats, especially those two teams over the last two or three years. When they go on runs, they're like 18 and two or, you know, 20 and five or, Something stupid where it's just they just win tons of games and and it's just a joy. And a lot of times it happens against the Mets. And a lot of times <laughs> it happens against the Mets. Um, road wins like that, uh, Mets or Phillies especially, um, help them turn you know flip a switch in some some ways. We'll see how long it lasts. Um, Mets look good, you know they, they could always do well, uh, and you know. With that pitching staff, I, I, they should have done. They should have been good last year. Yeah, saying that. yeah. When you're 12 and two, and then the Nats come from behind, it's the first time in Nats history they've trailed by five plus runs in the seventh inning or later and come from behind and won. Oh, and 236 previously. That's great. That's great because Dan Plesac tweets out that the Mets are the Nats' daddy, and it had to be reminded that we are 46 and 12 against them, I believe, in the last uh, 58 or something along those numbers, but. I do think uh, FP said you must be you must be confused about the parents. Uh, you know, yeah, I, right. I, I appreciate that every now and then. A good a good Twitter baseball uh, fu punch right to the gut. And uh, pipe down, please, Zach. We yeah. have handled you guys uh, regardless of the situation for the last five years. Yeah, pipe down. There's no there's no need for that kind of nonsense. Yeah, and then and he did it before the comeback, and it just all worked out so beautifully last night. Now you know you got Geo with a with a three to two lead. What, you know, what did we say the first uh, the first date Victor Robles is eligible to, to come up? Well, 
It's not going to be that now, but the good news was huge yesterday. Oh, yeah. Well, so he's not going to need the surgery. But thank God. So it's months, not the full year. They were talking yeah, yeah. about the full year. But we talked about early May, and that would have put us under control. But for a, for a, a stage two or a level two, trust me, it gets to be very scientific at this point. It would have been in June. So May, May for one more year control. June for the Bryce Harper out, out, you know, arbitration eligible a year early. With X amount of games. So, and with his injury now, we're tracking more towards that one. Yeah. So, it's it's a good result from a franchise situation, which we, we have to factor in. It's not the best result for, you know, Victor Robles, you know, in terms no, of No, if he missed contract. the year, Ken, it would have been a disaster. Oh, yes. yes. And now I think it could be two months, you know, give or take. So, hell. It gives uh, Michael Taylor a lot more um, room, especially if Adam Eaton can fix things. If... Uh, uh, if if hey, Victor Robles is gonna play when he comes up. He's playing. Um, so, and I don't see that changing at this point in time with the way that I love everything Taylor does. Taylor's gonna play. It's gonna be like a Weeders Severino situation. I think it's fine with me. I want to see this Dynamo in, yeah. in the summertime. I want to see him, and we're gonna need him. Yeah, I, I do. I think now we're gonna need him. As, I, I mean, as much as I love Andrew Stevenson, and don't get me wrong, I love Andrew Stevenson. He's not the. <laughs> he's not the. I mean, you know. Cross your legs, man. Yeah. We're going to go with Victor Robles before we go with Andrew Stevenson all day. So, I mean, you're talking about people are always saying, like, oh, this team is is light. Uh, you know, they can't make a move. Their farm system is completely depleted. They're ranked whatever some ranking system has them at. I think they're a 2019 farm system. They've been the 2019 farm system for the last two years because they did make some deals. But they are a, they're a out of this universe 2019 farm system. They have plenty of talent that put, that uh, general managers across this league want. And they have the luxury of saying no to a lot of people to, uh, because they don't need to make, you know, home run deals necessarily. They don't need to, tr- they don't need to overpay to bring anybody in because of who they already have. That's why you don't, that's why they, you know, maybe you would say they lost out on a deal here and there, but they would argue they didn't lose out. They would say, We'd rather keep Juan Soto. We'd rather keep yes. Victor Robles. We'd Thrilled. Rather keep even Thrilled. Andrew Stevenson. Thrilled with all those decisions. What we need is Mr. Miyagi to come back yeah. and slap and clap these boys back into health because that's what we need. That's been our biggest heel. But without this organizational depth, how do we hang around last year and do what we did? How do we hang around and do what we're doing right now? How do we play good baseball? I think uh, I tip my cap to Mr. Rizzo. I think he's done a fantastic job. Thrilled to see his extension. Well, you... It's going to be pretty clean for quite some time. As a whistle. A number of years uh, is my understanding. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see who we have coming up here. We got, uh, where's our schedule? Man, i got to come all the way over we here. We finally get a day off coming up here, brother. We're, want, we're up a game on the Mets in a three-game set uh, that's going to take us through, uh, through tomorrow night, through Wednesday night. Um, and then we hit, we got the day off on Thursday. Uh, we're traveling out to the West Coast. We have... Uh, what, nine games out there. We're going to have a three-game set against the Dodgers, three-game set against the Giants, which is the next time you'll hear this show uh, next week, and then they'll, they'll close out. Uh, actually, I, I take that back. They come home for the Arizona Diamondbacks after that. Right. So only six games out west. Uh, we've, we've uh, let's see, well, we've, we've been, I think last week we talked about a Friday night, April 20th, uh, matchup that didn't look as appetizing um, for whatever reason. And now, um, if you're experiencing any kind of hunger or case of the munchies uh, on that particular day, for whatever reason, at 10, 10 p.m., 
You're getting Max Scherzer. Mm. Friday night, Max Scherzer, 420. Come on, guys. Yeah, the blue, the brown. You got it all. It's everything. Uh, come on Saturday, April 21st. I don't know, one of these days is, is Earth Day. I'm not sure which one it is. But Strasburg's pitching. Don't look at me. Against Kershaw on Saturday at 9, 10 p.m. I love... Earth Day and 420 coincide the same weekend? That's crazy. I know. It's two whole different groups of people. They don't see eye to eye Who does things. the game planning on this? These guys don't, uh, they don't talk. There's no I think Dusty email. Baker had something to do with this back Dusty in the Baker day. did have something to do with it. Yeah. We currently have no starter penciled in for the Sunday 8 o'clock game that's, that's on ESPN. That's going to be a tough matchup, but I, I do believe it's going to be uh, Jeremy Hellickson, of course. Uh, you know, I, his 4.2 and 7 hits wasn't thrilling, but he looked in command out there, but now he gets the Sunday night game of the week in L.A. at 8 o'clock. It, it makes me upset, <laughs> all right? Uh, I understand. Well, apparently the ESPN oh, guy and the Earth Day guy are not in cahoots. No. Yeah. I, and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's your fifth day from Gio Gonzalez. That's your fifth day from tonight's start for Gio. Uh, that's a, It very well could be Gio. I, I, it's just got to be Gio. Right now they, got, they get Gio Monday in San Francisco and they let him start a series off. I, and I know that I'm starting to get the sense that Davey Martinez is that manager who manages series, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could have lined it up to give uh, the Mets one of those guys between Scherzer and Strasburg, probably Scherzer um, or, or whatever. And then he's given, him, he's given the Dodgers both those guys, which I think is great. Uh, but is Gio, if, if Gio's an every six-day guy, um, then we need a lot, lot more than Hellickson this season. Kevin, and no I, doubt. I'm, I'm not no doubt. excited about that. That man is not in the 202 as we speak. That man is wearing another team's uniform as we speak. I don't know who that man is, but I do know he's not involved with the Nationals franchise as we speak because unless Eric Fetty comes up with something that, you know, yeah. some Fernando Valenzuela type S, uh, I, don't, I don't see it. But uh, that's why we have, uh, you know, the, the trading deadline. That's One of the weirdest things in sports. It seems a bit odd. The rich get richer and the poor get to restart. And it seems difficult to me to make that that's a fair thing in this game. But you know what? It's good to be on the net side of this thing, I think, moving forward. Yeah, and that. there's going to be some guys who aren't going to be available that otherwise would because of, of the money a- aspect. Mm-hmm. The Nationals can – I don't know that they will because there's significant salary that you could choose to take on. There's teams out there that would, would let go of a one-over-one one or a number-two if you were going to pay their salary, um, the problem for the Nationals is if you need six starters, I mean, then we have to have a fifth starter. I mean, yeah. if you don't have a fifth starter, because really we should be talking about Hellickson and A.J. Cole and Eric Fetty, you know, being our sixth starter, because that's starting to – you start to talk about six-day guys. Slash long man or whatever you want to call them, whatever role that is. But, yes, I agree. I agree immensely. I, I, I don't uh, – I just, I just like to think back to the trade deadline last year and the wizardry that we used to come up with the law firm for the amount of money that we didn't have to spend and the prospects we really didn't have to lose. So I, I think there might be a bargain, a bargain deal out there. I think there's also going to be – someone we might, we might cash up for knowing that uh, you know, this is going to be a big run here coming up soon, whether we're in third, second, or first. I don't think it matters. I'm interested to understand the value proposition for the learners because they have the money, they make the money, 
Um, it, it decreases their profits, I think, is really what we're talking about. I don't think we're talking about them taking a loss by any stretch. And I could be wrong on that, but I don't. I think I got that right. Bro, Lord and Taylor standing alone where a huge mall used to be my whole entire existence yeah. in a parking lot that's empty. These guys aren't afraid of anything. And that's what scares me. It's yeah. also what makes me excited. Yeah, they could mm-hmm. sign off on... Yeah. On something crazy, and, and they just might have if to. If that happens, that building is going down. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. get your pants. Gio get your size 42s. Just going to start throwing hanging curves at the uh, Lord and Taylor windows uh, <laughs> uh, from the pitcher from, uh, from the parking garage. I promise you, within a week's time, I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully having my full level voice back. But in the meantime... In the meantime, I'm hoping Strasburg's at full level sounds. on Saturday night because uh, sweet that's going to be awesome. Ten, you said 10-10 start, right? That's Friday, 10-10, 4-20, what, Scherzer. What's Saturday? 9-10. Strasburg and Strasburg's, Kershaw yeah. is 9-10. That's right. You're right. All right. That's right. So 4 20 to Earth Day. So set your alarms after a, after a big uh, Friday the 20th. Yeah, there's going to be some hungover Nats fans uh, on Sunday watching nobody start for us. <laughs> According to ESPN, currently, <laughs> we'll see you guys. You gotta check this out, dude. They're, not, they're Sean Tailoring the uh, opening pitch. Can you do that? Can you just put the pitch? You can't even. I don't think you can do that. I know this. I might watch for 15 minutes without understanding what's happening, but I'm still gonna keep watching. Also, none that I'm aware of, but we don't have any signs of a standoff. In off oh, after the anthem, anthem standoff. Oh, a stare down competition. Stare down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we haven't had what. Oh. Uh, I don't know who our who our stare off standoff guy is. Uh, that would be yet. a good night. Um, I think I think four twenty. <laughs> Let's just put that out there now. If if there's anybody on our squad who can pull it off, that's got to be the night for it. Um, and Scherzer has to bless it. The start your starting pitcher to yeah. me has to be on board because he. Um, because the other guy starter is going to be on the mound waiting, you know, to make that first pitch to one of your guys. Um, so, well, Ch- Chavez Ravine's going to be smoking at that point. I mean, I think I'm thinking about a Mo- Moses Sierra. I'm thinking about somebody who, if he if he does get tossed, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, but let's let's get that done this week, uh, Friday, April twentieth at LA Dodgers ten ten. I'd like to see this first pitch somewhere around ten twenty eight, thanks to an epic. Standoff uh, between whoever and whoever. I don't. I don't even. I don't care who it is. I like to see uh, if Scherzer's going to pitch. Strasburg ought to stand up and uh, you know step in. Um, that's just. That's just my. That's just one man's opinion. All right. Well, we will. Hey, let's get a let's get a winning week going here to talk about next week. That we will sure try be top good. three and four. Between yeah, now three and, and four is the bar. Let's go get one. Six games. You know. He's Kevin Ricca. and uh, happy to be here. Thanks for listening. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Nat Shift. Gonna be all right. Night Shift. It's gonna be the anthem right there, brother. It's gonna be all right. <laughs>